Are you ready? Ready, spaghetti? Yes. Are you ready, spaghetti? Yes. Are you ready, spaghetti? Yes. Are you ready, spaghetti? Yes, but I might need some of your drink because I didn't take into consideration eating cheese. This is episode 82 of the Nerd Out Loud podcast, where we talk about the things that you nerd out about, and we nerd out about, and everybody nerds out about. Today is Wednesday, February 18th, the year of our Lord, 2015, Ash Wednesday, I might add. And I am Jeremy, joined by my lovely Ash-free co-host, partner in life and in crime. Christina Wise, everybody. Hello. Yay. I just heard like an applause drop. Oh, I wanted to play in a applause drop, but uh, but I don't have an applause drop. I kind drop. of want like a twenty-one gun salute oh. into an applause. Okay. Well, we have a very full show tonight. We do. After a series of episodes with guests, it's been a while, and then we mm-hmm. had a, I think what two, three episodes in a row with guests. We have nobody. It's all there, black and white, clear as crystal. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. You get nothing. No guest. It is a guestless episode. So for half of you, that's exciting. (laughs) And for the other half, you're sad about it. Yeah. And if you're actually that sad about it, write into us and be a guest. Sure. Yeah. And we'll get to that. We'll we'll talk about that. I have that on the list, actually. Okay. So, we had a very exciting show last week, I think. We did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was interesting for me, I would say. We got a lot of feedback. It was different. It was exciting for me personally. I enjoyed talking to that guy. So, we had a guest on last week. Mm -hmm. uh, At Police Video on Twitter. Yes. That's how I know him. But his name is Tim. He is a a very... uh, He's got a crazy story. The stuff that he's doing is is, um, making real impact on government uh he's doing these massive public data requests Mm -hmm. and it's like causing it's forcing a shift in policy and in the way the government runs itself to be more efficient and to respond to these requests and he's had all kinds of pushback and it's a really really interesting story uh in putting the episode together um I had some anxiety going into it just because I'd never talked to the guy before mm-hmm. and I was already nervous and we had tons of technical difficulties. I could barely understand him while we were talking because like the phone was beeping and it was causing some problems um, that combined with my anxiety. I would say the interview was a little rough uh, for some. I, I feel like the his story that's really interesting did not translate very well, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. OK, but uh, what did what? But it was interesting. What did feedback come well, no, no say? feedback. Oh, okay. I didn't really get any negative, positive, positive or negative, or whatever. Okay. But uh, I will say this: here's one thing that I loved about the episode, and here's how we we did get lots of feedback. Okay, uh, is that Christina Wise, you yes. sh- really showed up in a new way, which was, I mean, not in a new, well, in an old way. It was like <laughs> the old Christy was back. Yeah, it was great. The when last, I had to carry the show. The last half of the show, it was powerful. You didn't have to carry it. We were doing it together. It was like a teamwork situation. The first 20 episodes, you'd say that was the case? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were talking about last Oh, weeks. no. Yeah, no. Um, but you really showed up. I appreciate it. Which, by the way, uh, 
I was not expecting it to go that well. Uh, you literally fell asleep during the interview. Like you, you fell asleep. <laughs> not the yeah. first time you've fallen asleep during yeah. recording. And it wasn't him. It wasn't his fault. Well, I think part of it is that you like oftentimes lay down and get under blankets mm-hmm. and pillows and stuff while we're recording. And I'm still getting over helpful. my flu sickness. Yeah. Well, I so. have a good picture. I have a really good picture of you oh, sleeping. No. <laughs> with I get to approve whether it gets posted. Propped up on your chest. But also, let's tell the listeners the difference between last week versus the last probably 10, 15 weeks. What was the difference in recording last week? I don't know. You tell me. We recorded at 7 rather than 9 or 10. I see. So two hours makes a difference. I don't know. I feel like like you're making a little bit of an excuse. Like, if you can do something at 7 p.m., you can do it at 9 p.m. So. It's not usually 9. It's usually you start getting ready at 9, and then it's 10. Mm. Yes. All right. Well. Says the person who snooze until 8 a.m. every day, where I get up at 6. I can't argue with you. I mean, wh- whatever whatever we did, let's just try and do that again. If if what you started listening last show, let me let me just implore you this. I, I don't want to be rude to our guest, because uh, I did appreciate him coming on, taking the time to, uh, you know, he has a limited amount of time, I'm sure, as anyone mm-hmm. does. And he took the time to talk to us on the phone. And uh, so I don't want to be rude to him. But it, I will be the first to admit that the interview was a little rough. Uh, that said, if, if you if you didn't make it through the interview uh, and you have some free time in your pod listening schedule, go back and uh, and pick up around, I think it's around minute 25. We get off the phone with Tim and, uh, and Christy starts sharing and, and it was great. Just listen, listen to the last little bit. It's the old Christy. Oh, the bitch is back, as they say oh. in the business. Uh, do we say that? <laughs> I don't know. That's what I just say, apparently, right now. So that was great. And we did get we did get feedback from multiple people about that. Uh, one, one retraction, reprint, retraction, whatever you want to call it. Uh, we did get a piece of feedback on our Facebook message. Christy told a story about her friend Crazy Mike. That was crazy Eric. uh, Oh, crazy Eric. I'm Uh sorry. Crazy Mike. Totally different guy. Totally different story. We don't want to get into crazy Mike. That's a whole other (laughs) podcast. But so crazy Eric, your friend was on cops Mm -hmm. and uh, uh, you made a comment about how young people can't get glaucoma. Well, I said he didn't have glaucoma because that's like an older person's because it's an old person disease. Well, we found out the hard way because we Mm -hmm. got sharp shat. (laughs) We got sharp shatted by a listener. That uh, who has a twelve-year-old child, I believe, yes. that does actually have glaucoma, yes. and apparently children can get it. It's not an old person disease, right. so we stand corrected. If you nerd out about infectious diseases, <laughs> you're more than welcome to come on and. Eric talk did to have us. the AIDS, which is interesting. Okay, <laughs> well, for maybe real. he needed the marijuana for that. No, it was before medical marijuana. I see. I see. Well, um. So I, I I had a, have you heard? Whoever, if any of our listeners can actually find that episode, I would love to see it. Yeah. It probably happened between 94 and 96. (laughs) Yeah. And there was, there's a whole bunch of episodes that were um, Seattle, Pierce County, Tacoma episodes of Cops. Yeah. If we were still friends with Gio, I feel like that's something that he could find. Yeah. I feel like he would just have. I'd rather like not be friends with Geo. And <laughs> some kind of encyclopedic <laughs> knowledge of 
Cops episodes. Whoa. Oh yeah, that episode of Cops. That was def- That was ninety five <laughs> season. Mike watches Cops all the four. time. Maybe he knows. Oh yeah, he's probably looking for his buddies. Yes, <laughs> looking for his <laughs> buddies on there. Uh, so uh, there was a couple other things you brought up last week that I wanted to. Uh, some tidbits came up that I that I saw on the news on Facebook, whatever, mm-hmm. related to um, kind of your new drone zone drone strike mm-hmm. big picture like uh, like your kind of new thing well it's not really a new thing you're just getting more vocal of just how you like hate everything all the time and everyone <laughs> around you always um and one of the things that you were complaining about was people talking about beck and mm-hmm. beyonce mm-hmm. have you heard have you heard the beck beyonce What do you think about that? I love it. <laughs> you? Yeah. It's funny because on the sound on the SoundCloud, and I'll put a link to it in the show notes to the SoundCloud file, so you can listen to the whole thing if you really want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, there's little like notes where people can like tag a section in the song, and then it pops up with like their username and the note that they put in about the song. Oh, cool. And people throughout the whole thing are like complaining, like the note that it's paused on right now, ruined by that unknown female singing. <laughs> oh god like, don't listen then people get mad because uh they obviously have to change the tone a little yeah, bit like to like slow, slow it down, down to get yeah. it to speed up but I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know i thought i could have liked it and also uh they need to do a song together yeah because that would be amazing yeah, absolutely i think that would be good so there was that so you love that you love the beck yonce mm-hmm. that's your uh that's your final thing. i always like those kind of things when people um, home do put two songs together that shouldn't be together. Um, hence why I love Girl Talk. Let's is that a, okay? Yeah, I was. You don't know who Girl Talk is? No. <sighs> you just sounded British. I did. <laughs> you don't know who Girl Talk is? <laughs> I have a British friend oh, at work, yeah. and she's like catching. You're gonna bust like, <laughs> out my British accent. Look out, everybody! Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> she hates when people do that. But <laughs> I've taken on her like sayings a lot, and I mm. feel like dj a little bit (laughs) (laughs) um okay so another thing that you complained about 50 shades of gray Mm -hmm. i saw some interesting news stuff come up about 50 shades Mm -hmm. of gray really interesting actually to me okay uh seahawks seattle seahawks quarterback (laughs) russell wilson oh jesus yes who is a devout christian i mean tweets about being a like loving Jesus all the time yeah. and a Bible uh, verse of the day is known to pray often after games and after that big green Hysterical Bay game. crying <laughs> during, Praying the, on the uh, field. during the, yeah, the open weeping. Although he is, I mean that, that was more emotion than he usually shows. He's yeah. usually very, uh, clinical, yes. almost robotic. Right. In a, in a creepy. Way. It was kind of nice seeing him actually have an emotion. Yeah. Yeah. So Russell Wilson, uh, on, over the weekend got an early preview of 50 shades of gray. Mm-hmm. And he actually tweeted out. Thanks for the early showing of hashtag 50 shades of gray late last night. Uh, hashtag Emerald city. And then it has a little emoji of a mountain and a helicopter. And then like mm-hmm. a whole bunch of shifty eyes. Okay. And then it just says great movie. Okay. I haven't read the book. Is that mountain helicopter thing? Is that something from, is that like from the book or? Well, it it takes place in Seattle. 
and the dude travels by helicopter all the time. Oh, so yeah. yeah, he does. That's a of course kind of a remember I told move. you that's why I hated it is because of all the money weirdness. He would fly his helicopter to Portland for the weekend all the time. And that's stupid. I'm yeah. confused. Yeah. Oh, got it. So yes, a well, helicopter I mean, hey, is part of it. If you have a helicopter and you don't fly around in it, you probably. So anyway, so fi- Russell Wilson saw Fifty Shades of Grey. He tweeted about it, and he started getting tons of flack from Christians on Twitter. Uh, lots of people were just trashing on him, and I, th- I think very disappointed in him. Uh, although I-, I will say, if you are looking to a professional athlete for like <laughs> morals, moral guidance, <laughs> you're probably looking in uh, the. Probably wrong the wrong place. place. Um, Don't but look to professional athletes. He followed it up. <laughs> he followed it up. Uh, saw a movie filmed in the town I call home. Provocative and disturbing, no doubt. But that does not make me any less faithful. Have a blessed day. <laughs> <laughs> With the little uh, smiley face uh, halo emoji. Yeah, I like that he did that. Except for, you know, my feelings about doing hashtag blessed. Um, I think it was kind of a... I think that that hashtag blessed was kind of a jab though okay so i as i put on someone's facebook that was talking about this issue is that um good thing the bible doesn't have rape and murder and abuse oh wait yeah they're definitely that's literally what it's all about definitely is a little bit of that one thing I will right. say, I loved uh, John Ryan, the punter for yes. the Seahawks, tweeted out in support of, of his quarterback, mm-hmm. Russell Wilson. People upset with our quarterback for going to Fifty Shades of Grey. Your head would explode if you saw the rest of the team's internet browser histories. Yeah. Which, by the Not way. Not just internet browser history, but let's be honest, and debit card purchases. <laughs> just everything. Yeah. Just if you saw how they all mm-hmm. probably were in real I life. I have some stories, and I'm <laughs> not even... Like, in that world. Yeah, you used to have a friend that, like, kind of slept around with a bunch of the Seahawks, I called her right? a locker room whore. You called her that? Yeah. Well, they, like, they passed around her number or something, yeah. didn't they? She thought she was uh, the actual girlfriend of one of them, which I found hilarious at Aww. the time. And then she started getting calls from other guys and would say, hey... Gave us your number, and I'm like, "Oh, you're not his girlfriend." Oh, that's sad. <laughs> it is sad. The guy was a total douchebag, like yeah. even higher level douche. And we would all hang. Out. It was back when they um, practiced in Kirkland instead of Renton, mm-hmm. and uh, so they hung out at this pub that we would go to all the time. And regularly, girlfriends and baby mamas would come in, like screaming and causing drama and pulling them out of the bars. Oh my god. Oh it was God. terrible, but we got a lot of free drinks. That's all I'm going to say. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Because right. the guy that she was, quote unquote, dating. Yeah. Uh, considered himself like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like he probably is the type that doesn't have any money left. Let's just say that, you oh, know. Oh, yeah. And yeah, um, burned hot and fast, as yeah. they say in the business. Yeah. But actually, I was just telling this story today to my massage therapist is that um, one. Your what? What did you just massage say? Massage therapist. Massa- Mas- massage okay. therapist. Massage therapist. Um, Why are you are you having a stroke? What's <laughs> happening? <laughs> we were reminiscing about these times, and um, at one point, one of my um, good friends, friend of the show, Kendra. Wait, your massage therapist. I'm friends with her. Was also uh, reminiscing about these times. Yes, because she was involved. 
she was never there, but we were all friends. So uh, okay. she just loves to hear the stories. Um, okay. And at one point, um, uh, um, Hall of Famer Walter Jones was hanging out with us. Okay. And um, somehow her hands got put onto his junk. Uh-huh. And like skin to skin situation? No, over oh. the pants. Okay. And um I would be scared to touch a football player's junk. He just laughed like hysterically. just because of health reasons. Right. <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> you wanna like be wearing a glove and yeah. And um so now anytime Walter Jones is mentioned, like she went to a game and he was honored. He did the twelfth man flag, and I text her while she was at the game, and I said, "Remember when you touched his penis?" Or like, I'll just always bring it up whenever possible. Okay. <laughs> and they had like, oh, uh, Jones Soda for a while had his picture on there, and I oh, would just yeah. like say, "Hey, remember? Yeah, remember when you touched <laughs> Hall of Famers junk?" <laughs> nice. Yeah. All right, well, there's you- other stories, but I don't want to talk about them on the oh, podcast. Okay. Maybe, maybe, can we get your friend to come on and talk about it? Oh my God, she would love to tell the story. Would she? Like, can she? I think so. I mean, it's pretty well known. (laughs) Yeah. We talk about it. You nerd out about uh, sleeping with threesomes (laughs) with Seahawks. Seahawks players? (laughs) Jesus, how are we just now talking about this? Like, after uh, 82 episodes, (laughs) uh, we're just now talking about the fact that you have a friend that's like, Slept with multiple Seahawks. Yeah. Okay. All right. Not to bury the lead, guys, but uh, <laughs> hey, if you stuck through 82 episodes, maybe stick through one more and you'll uh, you'll get to hear some I should yourself. have a list of uh, that football player is not your boyfriend if <laughs> dot, <Yeah>. dot, dot, dot. <laughs> because I have a lot of them. <laughs> well, I will say this. Uh, if you don't already, you should follow John Ryan on Twitter. Yes. Because he's uh, he's really funny. And he often lives He's a ginger, but don't hold that against him. <laughs> yeah. He does. Is he TV. funny about doing it? Yeah, I think so. I don't. You don't follow I just him because. Him. Oh, because you have the block on the hashtag I do. Bachelor. Okay. Yeah, I have. Well, I have. It's it's in my uh, extensive list of muted keywords and hashtags. Is a bachelor, so I miss out on all of your guys' really funny topical jokes. Two of the uh, my coworkers were talking about. We were all sitting around talking about something, and they started bachelor talking yeah and i did the psh, psh, i'm out like the yeah. casino i'm <laughs> out and just walked away can't do it so okay one more 50 grades of shea story 50 <laughs> what did i say 50 grades of shea <laughs> yeah. that's a whole different yeah. that's a uh, that's the porn version that's a biopic of uh about a <laughs> little kid that uh shay has to spend 50 uh 50 grades i don't know <laughs> has to spend 50 years going through elementary school because she's so stupid Okay, okay. Yeah. But she overcomes at the end. Okay. Yeah. Go Shay. It's kind of like Billy Madison then. She gets 50 A grades and then she passes. And yay, you could have done better. Okay. You could have done better. All right. Well, you try. You try and come up with stuff. I would have said that it was a kid that lives in a bubble. What does so it never have to, gets do with to go 50 outside? grades of Shay, though? Okay. Anyway, so 50 shades of gray. Have you seen this picture there's a picture that's going around of a news report about a uh, herpes being found on a <laughs> copy of Fifty Shades of Grey. Have you seen this? <laughs> no, but herpes is just a really funny uh, 
tagline or like what why well i mean i just said today that mild cheddar is the herpes of cheese yeah except for this is actual herpes that was found on a library book i don't think it's true so well okay here's I'm the gonna deal do some troubleshooting I no, I right now do, i i have i i have already i've done the legwork on this okay so this is what i want to talk about because it's obviously it's it's like the thing right now to talk about <laughs> everybody's talking about 50 shades of gray okay as you complained about and yeah. as we've spent the last 15 20 minutes talking about thankfully on the podcast uh so keep on hating stuff because it gives us mm-hmm. stuff to talk about but uh so people love to retweet this picture because it's funny or whatever so the basically in, in it's a news story from 2013 from a while ago uh Bel- a pair of belgian university professors announced a startling discovery last week last week being 2013 after examining the top 10 most borrowed books at the antwerp library and found all 10 contained residue from cocaine okay so also 50 shades of gray was amongst those books and they found trace elements of herpes in it. The thing is, is that it's it's minuscule, minuscule levels. These are crazy scientific instruments. Mm-hmm. They found herpes in another book as well. It wasn't just Fifty Shades of Grey. Uh, and there's a note. First of all, like I said, it's from 2013. It's not even the bad kind of herpes. It's like the Cold sore. canker sore kind mm-hmm. of herpes. Uh, and then a note from the article, again from 2013. Today's testing methods are so sensitive that even traces of the drug originated from originating from a contaminated book will be found in your hair, blood, and urine. So they're using extremely, extremely sensitive well, machines. I thought the herpes died in the air. And it may well, it does. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And so it's you're, it's of no danger. Even the cocaine is of such a minuscule amounts that. It, you know, they picked up traces of it, but that means... So this story is now added to my drone zone yeah. because it's stupid. Yeah, but it's getting tons of traction because, I mean, obvious reasons. I but saw I just it and I to, assumed it was an onion article. Yeah, I just wanted to do my part to spread to spread the truth. To spread the herpes. It. Yeah. True. <laughs> and okay. then I was, I have to say, one of the articles that I found about this book, I was or about this story, I was reading through the comments... Um, and it says, clearly you have never worked in a public library. I could tell you stories that would curl your hair. And somebody said, one story, please. And the person replied and just said, used condom, found in book, apparently serving as a bookmark. <laughs> so, if that's not reason alone to never read a book or check out a book or even go to the library, <laughs> that's, uh, are you, that's one. Are you saying, suggesting people don't go to the library? Yes. Yeah. That's not a good uh, choice. <laughs> Why? Because the library is awesome. Yeah. How many times did you poop in the library? Uh, a few. I mean, yeah, a few. I was when I was doing delivery work and I needed bathrooms. I more prefer went, Starbucks. Yeah, Starbucks or like grocery stores, like Fred Meyer's usually mm-hmm. is a good go-to. Yeah. <laughs> um. So that's all of the that's all of the like feedback I had on uh, all of your hate hatred stuff. Okay. From last week. Did you have anything new this week that you hate? Drone zone or something? Drone zone? Yeah. I do. Facebook edition. Yeah. The drone zone. Here are my two. Okay. Number one. Number one. Yoga pants. Not the product yoga pants but talking about fucking yoga pants the topic of yoga pants people shaming people wearing yoga pants 
than others shaming those for shaming the yoga pants. Shaming, shaming people wearing yoga pants. Christian articles about how it creates, what is the word? Stumbling block. It makes you stumble in your... stumbling. Purity, if you are near yoga pants at any time. Yep. People then saying they never thought of them as sexual and now they won't wear them. Mm. You're stupid if that's the case. But yoga pants. Yeah. Just tired of yoga pants. Tired of of people commenting about yoga pants. So let me ask you this. We have, uh, there's a podcast near and dear to our hearts, the Takedown Podcast. Mm -hmm. They, uh, a, a, a routine topic that they bring up on the show is there's this uh, brand on Facebook called Chick Fly right. where they're making yoga pants where uh, it's like a very outspoken feminist and the whole, whole idea with these yoga pants is to create access to the vulva, right. as she says. So yes. basically it's like a they've got a split fly so mm-hmm. you can crotch and or you can you can bend down and open up the crotch and you can pee mm-hmm. um you can have a quickie as, no, as she masturbate. says actually one of the pictures one of the pictures on uh on this person's website is uh somebody uh bent over in a canoe getting like uh intercoursed <laughs> from intercourse. behind intercourse okay yeah sorry i just uh ever since i found that out will may or may not be son listens oh. <laughs> Sometimes that picture I, may or may I, not I be my spank bank. Oh, okay. Well, how come we've never been canoeing? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should go camping. As soon as chick fly pants are a thing. <laughs> so anyway, canoeing. okay. So with that in mind, are you tired of people talking about that? Is this? Are you no, even calling out the takedown no, podcast no, and no, telling no. them to stop talking no, about no, yoga no. pants? Because they love it. They love it. And also in an ironic way, they love it. And... They aren't talking about how it causes them to rethink their Jesus or their relationship with their wives because of it. Yeah. That's what I'm having an issue. Oh, so just specifically the issue of when it comes to yoga pants, you're tired of people specifically talking about the whether the sexualization of an exercise outfit. I see. But then we go back to my 2014 list of. Leggings are not pants. Okay. But, yeah. But yoga pants are pants. I mean, they're called pants. They have pants pants for workout. They have pants in the title. Just like I don't think sweatpants belong outside of a gym or your home. Yes. I can't stand that. I can't stand people that complain about what people wear when they fly on airplanes and stuff like that. Well, I don't care what other people wear. I just choose that for myself. I mean, the other day, I, I just... Remember, I wore like pajama pants to the store, and the whole time I was feeling self conscious. But also, we were at Walmart at eleven o'clock at night, so yeah. I fit in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, if you hadn't worn pajama pants, people would be looking at you. Right, I, it would be like I was in a tuxedo. Yeah. Okay. So number one, yoga pants. No more talk of sexualizing yoga yes. pants. Yes. But again, the product fine. I have some. I wear them. I wear them to CrossFit in. This isn't an indictment <laughs> of yoga the pants. product, right. As pants. The it's people who sexualize them and the Got people it. who talk about sexualizing them and also not sexualizing them. Sure. So the people that shame. The, the shamers. The shamers. And the shaming of the shaming. You're saying don't talk about yoga pants unless you're just saying like, hey, what, where's a good place to buy yoga pants? No, I don't even want to hear that. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> but that's All a right. different subject. <laughs> or where can I get a pair of yoga pants that will allow me to access my vulva? 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm in I for that. Intercourse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Number two. Milk. Oh, okay. Again, not the product. I have this on my list for today's show, too. <laughs> Again, not the product, but talking about milk. Whether it's healthy for you, whether it's not, whether we should we should cross species drink milk from whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of the lists, the BuzzFeed articles, the people sit weighing in on it. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. Well, this was, all, this was all prompted by... At least in, from what I could see, because milk was a very hotly debated topic on social media in the last week. Yeah, why? There was a Jezebel article that was like blatantly just shaming people for drinking milk. I mean, the, the title of the article was, Adults Should Not Be Drinking Milk. Mm-hmm. And then the very first line of the article, I'll just read it to you. Okay. Happen to have it open here, because I was going to talk about it too. Look, I'm not a dairy dictator. Oh no. That's what the that's what the very first line of the article is. But the title of the article is Adults Should Not Be Shame Should Not Be Drinking Milk. Mm-hmm. So the person uh Kara Brown from Jezebel out of the gate says don't drink milk and mm-hmm. you shouldn't be drinking milk, but then st- contradicts herself immediately in the first sentence. I'm no dairy dictator. Well, I see what she's saying. She's saying for health reasons Human adults should not drink milk, but I'm not going to shame you for drinking it, and I'm not going to pull the milk out of your hand and slap you. Well, Jezebel is Jezebel is a website. They talk a lot about like feminism and, and mm-hmm. issues surrounding mm-hmm. that. So it seems really weird that they would randomly pick like one food item and decide to like shame people for for drinking. Or, or for th- for this one thing, like it seems really counterintuitive to what I understand, like the message of Jezebel to be, which is more like a general like positivity, like kind of situation, like body positive. I no wonder shaming, if there was a study kind of that ca- that came out that said, um, due to like fancy coffee, people are drinking more milk or something. But the thing is, is like if if it's just health, like there's lots of things we're not supposed to eat, like refined sugar or corn syrup, which is in everything. Corn the, syrup is in everything that we eat. So like, why are people making their hobby horse about milk? That's what women, I'm saying. Women are told that they are supposed to drink more milk, um, for milk for calcium and milk. Milk. Did you say milk? Milk. Milk? Okay, stop saying it. You know what I'm saying. Um, women are told... Have you always said milk like that? I don't know. Now oh. it's all weird. Um, women are told that they're supposed to drink more, yeah. well, have more calcium. Of, so As a woman, you're more prone to the degenerative bone disease osteoporosis. Right, but you can get calcium you know. in tons of different ways, and yeah. it doesn't need to be from cows. But maybe that's the area that they were going... You know what I mean? Like, that was the hypothesis. Is like, hey, ladies... We don't need to drink milk. It's not actually healthy for you for these number of reasons. Sure. Well, but there's tons of stuff that's not healthy for you. And I would argue that of the things that are not healthy for you, there's probably a lot of things that are worse for you than milk. Like like eating and like eating Oreos mm-hmm. is probably worse for you than milk. Well, so especially eating to... Oreos without milk. I yeah. mean, that's the what they're made for. Why would they decide to? I don't know. So she goes Who cares? She, she's a syndicated writer. She can write whatever she wants no to. No other species can digest milk after babyhood. That's what she says. That's true. 
right? I mean, we're not like designed to have milk. Yeah. But we're also not designed to have cheese and stuff. I mean, I guess, anyway. All of it. Milk, all milk products, all dairy products. Babies drink milk because they can't digest anything else. They need to fatten up. They need to fatten up and get nutrition somehow. You can get calcium from plenty of other foods. It's gross. I will argue with that. I don't think it's gross. I think milk is delicious. Very refreshing. No, no, no. The, the, whatever you want to say about it, whether it's delicious or not, you think it's refreshing, which is so gross to me. But <laughs> if you think about the product, that's what she means. It's well, gross. Bacon is gross. If you think about it, you're eating the carcass of another animal. Right. I mean, uh, lots of things are gross. I just, I don't, I feel like milk is getting a bad rap. That's what I'm saying. I feel like if there are a million other foods that we could shame people for mm-hmm. eating, that would probably be beneficial and helpful to society before milk. Like, if we're going to try and talk people out of consuming a product, like, let's not start with milk. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like maybe this was an article. I feel like maybe Jezebel is in the pocket of, like, big soy milk. <laughs> like the, no, because did she industry. say soy is okay? Because soy is terrible for women. Well, obviously, b- I don't think it's that terrible. soy is referenced in here. I, they're talking okay. about like animal dairy milk. So I, 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 I posited this question mm-hmm. to people on my Facebook in a rarely uncontroversial. <laughs> people actually just answered. It didn't degenerate into a huge discussion or debate about whether. Uh, uh, milk was racist or not or whatever. I just said, yes, no, do you drink milk? If yes, what kind? If no, why not? I got mm-hmm. 64 comments. Which, by the way, a lot of random people. Somebody just, this was on this was on February 13th that I did this and s- people are still commenting today. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there was, I mean, there was a lot of people. It seemed like, it seemed like about 50-50 people either did or didn't. I, actually, no. <laughs> I think that more people didn't. They consumed like nut milks and coconut milks mm-hmm. and stuff and, like that. And most of them said because they're lactose intolerant. Yeah. Because we're not made to. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I think that everybody decides they have allergies nowadays. Same with gluten. With lactose intolerant, you kind of know. <laughs> I have to be <laughs> careful to go there. But. With, with lactose intolerance, you know. Okay. Because you usually... Yeah. Have a toilet emergency. Yeah. But but, but there was another exciting thing that happened yes. on the Facebook thread. Let's talk about that. After almost three years, your father spoke to me yeah, directly did. through yeah, Facebook. I and I will tell you, I'll read it now. <laughs> My comment is, the purpose of cow's milk is to promote growth. A baby cow goes from 90 pounds to 2,000 pounds in less than two years. Yeah. That's, that's a, true. That's a true statement. And... Your dad, my dad, and then my dad chimes in. Back, dot dot dot, and that is why it would be unwise for a human to drink the same amount of whole milk each day that a calf does. Yeah. So we had a conversation. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. I love my dad coming strong out of the gate after three years. His first comment to you is putting you in your place. (laughs) (laughs) Wayne Holmes, everybody. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I thought that was uh, pretty impressive. Were you, I mean, were you excited? Like, how, how did that make you feel? Because we have family events. We have family events. I, I'm his son uh, of 32 years, mm-hmm. and he barely talks to me right. or interacts with me. But we've had family events where I, I think that I'm not even entirely sure if he knows that you're there. Like, He's I think literally he... gotten up and walked away from me. <laughs> yeah. 
when we've been the only ones sitting there. As opposed to interacting in some way. Right. Anyway, even to just make eye contact or acknowledge your presence. Right. Yeah. No. He won't even like feign eye contact. Like he won't look at that spot on your forehead. Well, <laughs> I'm just going to say, and your mom always tries to like apologize for him. Like, oh, oh he had a, he had a tough day today. Don't, don't worry. Yeah. Or my favorite was he really liked Jeremy's ex-wife and he doesn't want to get close to a new person. <laughs> my mom said that to you? Yeah. Oh my God. The first oh, we'll time. We'll talk about that in a little bit. At That's the baseball game the- when he walked away from me, when he like, we were watching it and then he looked around and realized that no one familiar was <laughs> near because you yeah. guys were all sitting up in the shade and mm-hmm. uh, your mom was off and that we were just sitting next to each other. And he like, just kind of looked like, Oh, oh crap. Oh crap. And then he just ran. <laughs> Like, literally he got up and ran. Bounced. And then she came in to apologize for him and said, he just was really, really close to Jeremy's wife. And he just doesn't want to get hurt, get, get close to someone else. Well. <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of my ex-wife. Yes. Speaking of my ex-wife, <laughs> we have some stuff to talk about. Yes. We have, I have had a very eventful, I don't know about you, how your last few days have been. I've had a very, I've had a bit of an emotional roller coaster. We had, uh, we had uh, an incident over the weekend regarding Valentine's Day and some Twitter stuff that happened. Oh, yeah. So let's, we'll start with that. Okay. And then we'll get into just the, like, I, I stand before you today as an empty shell of a human being. Who may or may not have shame ate <laughs> with no three pounds will. of Easter candy in the parking lot. <laughs> with, uh, <laughs> That's my favorite part of the whole story. Okay, well, let's sorry. Wait to burn. <laughs> way to burn the uh, burn the punchline there. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if that's the punchline. But. No. So. Uh, Anyway, and we're going to talk about it on the podcast because uh, I've overshared everything else on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So why why, why stop, stop now? There? And it's cheaper than therapy. I mean, even though I pay money to like put this podcast online, yeah. time and all that stuff, it's still it's still probably cheaper than uh, it's cheaper than therapy. Mm-hmm. So, all right. So Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day, uh, get up. We never talked about me, my dislike for it. Yeah. Do you want to? Or well, I mean, I went into it a little bit last year. I don't. I don't like it. I neither love nor hate it. What I hate is people saying like, oh, I'm single or, oh, I got so spoiled and yeah. taking pictures of it. I've never really liked it. Um, One of my favorite things really care. on Valentine's Day used to be, and I didn't do it this year. I meant to, but I just, I, with all the other excitement on Twitter, I neglected to do this. I do a Twitter search for Jesus is my Valentine. Oh, no. <laughs> and then try and re- retweet the ones that are like non-ironic that are actually like people saying that Jesus is my Valentine. It's like singing happy birthday to Jesus on uh, Christmas. It's just weird. But yeah, happy so, birthday, Jesus. But then Valentine's a, Day. a new thing. Like, so I've always had this single, married, yeah. coupled. I've always had the same, like, whatever about it. And the new thing is people don't believe me. Yeah. When you say, uh, Christy's not into they it, or they say, what are you going to get Christy yeah. for Valentine's Day? And they're like, I, like and nothing. I say, oh, she doesn't like it. And they're always no. like, oh, no. She's just saying that. They always say that. And that makes me really angry. Well, but I mean, they say that for a reason because people do that. People, usually what couples do is they say, well, we're not going to do Valentine's Day this year. And mm-hmm. then like dude goes out and spends like $400 on a tennis yeah. bracelet. That makes me so mad. Big Diamond says to. I would be really <sighs> mad if you did that. Yeah. Well, lucky for you, I, I didn't. Um, so <laughs> lucky for you, you're so a cheap you, bastard usually like me. You, 
you also we'll touch base on the candy heart thing. You have an obsession with candy hearts yeah, and it's been the, a real hit or miss for you. That's the ironic part is that my favorite candy only comes out at Valentine's day. Yeah. So backstory, always loved these Neko conversation hearts in 2012. They changed the recipe to try to make it better or something. Mm-hmm. Cause they're kind of, they taste like chalk. Let's just be honest. They taste like chalk. So they've moved it. They taste fruity impossible to find them so i actually bought four different bags in attempts to find the correct ones when you even like the wait did you just say they changed the recipe Mm -hmm. oh sorry so you even buy neko yeah thinking this is right you bought the same ones that you liked last year and it wasn't it no yeah you went through several different kinds repeatedly disappointed and the way to tell is you eat the white one because in the right ones the white ones are mint. Yeah. In all the other ones, there's some kind of fruity flavor. Like coconut or something. Yeah. Yeah. So I had done five, I think, wrongs. Uh, yeah, quite a few. Yeah. And I was about to give up. Yeah. And we were doing a late night 7-Eleven trip. And they had a 7-Eleven branded bag of conversation hearts. And I was like, yeah. oh, I don't even want to try. I've been burnt. And Jeremy's like, no, you have to try. You have to at least try. It was a dollar. Yeah. So we bought them. <laughs> And I was I was very nervous that I was just going to be scared, you know. It's scary to put yourself again. out there like that. Yeah, you so get your many hopes times. up. So many you get times. repeated. You so want to just stop trying after a while. Yeah. So in I the car, that. I understand. I open it up, take a white one. It was them, bullseye. Seven Eleven, Seven Eleven brand. The comes next through. morning, I may have gone back <laughs> to that Seven Eleven and bought all of oh, them. Oh yeah, that night she was like, "We have to go back. What if somebody <laughs> buys them all?" It's like, okay, this is weird. And, and strange enough, back on. no one else <laughs> did buy them. Yeah. They were all there. So then it became a manhunt through all the 7-Elevens. Person hunt. Per, equal uh, opportunity. Heart, heart hunt. Um, we went to how many different 7-Elevens? We've been to a lot. Them? We went to a lot of different 7-Elevens looking for them. We didn't find them. Then I finally found them at one, and I bought them all. I bought, yes. I bought so 10 I bags. So I currently, yeah, we bought currently 10 have 10. A girl at work <laughs> bought me two. Yeah. And then... I don't like the pink or the white, mm. and she loves them. So we um, have been doing some kind of heart there training. Go. There we go. So hey, happy Valentine's Day to you! Yeah. I guess I did get you something for Valentine's. Yeah, I bought out. I bought ten exactly. bags of candy hearts from Seven Eleven. Don't do it again. So, um, okay, so Valentine's Day morning, I get up. I'm looking at Twitter. Uh, one thing that's always really entertaining on Twitter on Valentine's Day or major holidays on yeah is that. Uh, Mother's Day is another good one where this happens. Uh, 1-800-Flowers or any like big flower company uh, is just absolutely flooded with complaints every single <laughs> holiday yeah. that involves flowers, usually Mother Day, Mother's Day and Valentine's Day. So 1-800-Got-Flowers, 1-800-Flowers. Uh, so I decided to tweet something funny, and I just like found a picture of – I found a picture of a uh, – of like a boat, nice bouquet mm-hmm. of roses, and then uh, and then I tweeted it, and I said, "What the hell?" One eight hundred flowers. Uh, I tagged them in it. Uh, th- what I ordered versus what I got, and then I sent the picture of the bouquet, and then it, on the other, the uh, attached another picture that was just a picture of a chicken. It was a oh, chicken wearing a sweater, <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "My girlfriend doesn't even like chicken," <laughs> and I tweeted it, and it was funny or whatever, and I just I don't know. I harass uh, brands all the time, yeah. especially on holidays. It's just. I don't know. It's a favorite thing to do. Guilty pleasures. Yeah. Um, but uh, 
but then like later, like a little bit later in the afternoon, I start getting all these notifications of like people favoriting it and retweeting it. So all these random people that I don't mm-hmm. know what's going on. And like then, 30 or 40, right? Yeah. Okay. And then later on, later on that evening, I get a tweet from this, like, I don't know, some random person. And she's like, hey, you, uh, your tweets in BuzzFeed <laughs> and posted a link to an article. And they took a picture of my tweet and uh, put it in a BuzzFeed article. Which is, I mean, that's a long-time dream of mine. Yes, to go viral. I mean, viral. I love, I love uh, Twitter, so I was excited. I've had a couple tweets kind of take off like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, okay, so uh, be, never to be uh, completely fulfilled, always to be disappointed or let down in some way. Mm-hmm. Every single tweet in this article, they embedded the tweet. So if you, Im- there's like an embed code that you can use when mm-hmm. you're putting tweets in a blog post where it... Uh, it shows the actual person's Twitter account. If you're logged into Twitter, there's a little follow button. Yeah. You can favorite it and retweet it like from the blog post. Mm-hmm. For some reason, they did that with every... It was a whole bunch of tweets in this BuzzFeed article about like horrible... Uh, hor- p- other p- pictures that people had posted of actual horrible things. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, but it looked like more... It looked like what was really going on is 1-800-Flowers was just on like autopilot because... 1-800-Flowers replied to my tweet immediately and was like, follow us back so we can make this right. Which, mm-hmm. uh, So uh, all of these other tweets that are in there were embedded the right way, and then they get to mine, and it wasn't embedded. It was a screenshot. It was a screenshot. Well, and the so there was no way for people to like – it's like they wanted to prevent – like that could have been my big break. Right. Well, and the funny part is – um, or not so funny is that your name is kind of complicated. So if someone did want to follow you or that's retweet it, they'd have to go back and forth I to don't like. Think that that's that complicated. It's well, like a dad. It's hard to spell. Astronaut. It's hard to spell. Really? If you get it wrong, I don't think. It's that I bet you would have got a lot more retweets if you would have had an easier name. Well, my old one was like G. So how many retweets did you get? I think like forty. Oh, that's. Small. Yeah. I mean, and then how good. many new followers? Uh, l- none. I think maybe two. Maybe okay. two, but I lost them. Okay. Yeah. So then, because then when you started retweeting and you weren't funny. I guess. Yeah. Okay. So. That's hurtful. Then tell what happened the next day. Oh, so then that that was around six. So then later later that night, um, I get, uh, oh, and I kind of wanted to write the person the, that wrote the article and be like, hey, how come you didn't embed my tweet? <laughs> yeah. But like, I didn't want to be. That, that annoying guy on Twitter. Yeah. But also, like, a little bit... I, oh, Well, we'll get to this. Okay, so then I get another tweet from the Daily Mail, mm-hmm. I think it's called, which is a, like, news London blog, newspaper. London thing, yeah. uh, saying, asking permission to use the photo, which is funny because I, like, stole the photo from <laughs> someplace online. Google or Images. Google Images. Yeah. Or I just found it in my camera roll because I like to save weird photos. Mm-hmm. Tweet me and ask for a weird photo, and I'll send you one from my camera roll. Okay. Anyway. Dadstronaut. Well... I'll do it. So uh anyway, so I got I got they they asked permission. I was like, yeah, sure, you can use <laughs> you can mm-hmm. use the thing. So then we went international and I posted I took a screenshot of the article and posted it on yeah. uh our thing. My favorite part <laughs> on our is Facebook that page. It's completely is space that they saying. in the British newspaper they said and Jeremy Holmes posted a picture of a chicken and a jumper. Yeah. Because jumpers what they call <laughs> sweaters. Yeah, they and and they said my name and they embedded it the right way. Oh, I will good. say that. So didn't get any, didn't get any uh, things from that. Let me find what they actually said here. 
Uh, just kidding. They actually didn't. <clears throat> they took a screenshot of it. Oh, no. But they said less, less serious. Another user, Jeremy Holmes, poked fun at the firm's flower disaster, uploading a picture of a bouquet of red roses, as advertised on the company's website, alongside a picture of a chicken in a jumper. <laughs> chicken in a jumper. <laughs> chicken in a jumper. Now... Like the thing we say at work all the time. So, so here's the moral of the story, you guys, is that BuzzFeed gets all of its news from doing Twitter searches. So BuzzFeed gets all of its news from us. And then mm-hmm. the Daily Mail apparently gets its, um, gets its news from BuzzFeed, which okay. is like twice removed. That's a little that's a little scary. Like that's a scary game of telephone. And here's what happened by the time it gets to the third person. So the next morning I get a tweet <laughs> from a reporter that says, hey, email me back immediately. I need to talk to you. So I emailed the person. She emails me her phone number. I call the reporter. They bump me over to an intern. And by the way, I started recording this call because I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be the greatest thing ever because I'm going to troll an actual newspaper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to, like, mess with a actual newspaper. And so I start talking to him, and I, t- I told the reporter, I was like, this call is being – I said, uh, I, d- I need to tell you up front that I'm recording this call for uh, quality assurance. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> I don't think she understood what I was saying. Um, so then she started asking me questions about the thing, uh, about what was going on. And then uh, I was being kind of cagey because I didn't want to lie to her. Yeah. So I was like not, I was kind of giving her non-answers. And then she goes to look at my tweet. She's like, oh, I'm just going to pull up your tweet here, da, da, da. And I can hear her clicking on stuff. And then she looks at it and I just hear her go, oh. And then she just hung up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Do you still have that tape? I think so, yeah. <laughs> should put that on yeah if i can find it i uh i will but yeah so that was uh that was exciting and i guess this is i guess that's just what journalism is nowadays people just do twitter searches mm-hmm. for crazy stuff and then compile other people's tweets and you know i will s- and i've seen people kind of complain about buzzfeed with this before like I, they don't really give people enough credit i feel like like i feel like they should let people know i don't know or ask or I feel like there should be at least Daily Mail asked you. Like I felt a little violated. I don't know. I mean, I was excited, and I I feel like they probably are of the attitude like people should be thankful for any publicity they can get or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's a public platform, so we can do whatever they want, which I guess is true. Like, go for it. But it just seemed a little. It just seemed a little weird. A little, little private. What if that was your fifteen minutes? (laughs) That that would be tragic. That would be tragic. All right, so you had an exciting day at work. Let's talk about that. I'm not. <laughs> okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, uh, you know, I've I've just been struggling lately, uh, emotionally. Stumbling because of yoga pants? No, str- just oh. str- struggling. Not okay. stumbling, just struggling. And just, like, feeling a little directionless or uh, f- unfulfilled, I guess, emotionally. Kay. Maybe a little depressed, like, I don't know. I've thought about, like, trying to get antidepressants, but it just seems like too, it just seems like too much work. <laughs> and well, also maybe, said, like, a non-solution. You said, what would I do? Go to the doctor <laughs> and say, I feel sad. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. So, I anyway, so I was, I've just been having, like, I've been up in my feelings a lot lately. Okay. Uh, I, I came across something the other day. That uh, put me up in my feelings even a little a little more. So I've been up in my feelings a little bit, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, uh, for lots of different reasons. And uh, today, 
uh, so my my at my new job, there's only four of us. It's a pretty small work space. <clears throat> um, we uh, I I ended up giving my boss a ride because he shares a car with his wife, and we had to go to this like chamber of commerce thing at like six o'clock in the morning this morning. And we um, he is very involved in church, and we actually have attended like we have lots of mutual friends kind of in the church world, and we've discussed this before. Uh, he actually went to church with my ex-wife's parents so for those of you who don't know the 32nd version i was married i was a pastor i was married for five years had an affair got a divorce as a result of that affair uh my daughter was born not to not with my wife blah 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 anyway got a divorce so he my my ex-wife uh he goes to church or was uh, involved in church with my uh to the same church that my ex-wife's parents went to and we'll just say that their names are bob and jan so when i first met him we were talking about church stuff and he said oh i went to such and such a church and i said oh do you know bob and jan like it just came out of my mouth Mm -hmm. and he was like yeah how do you know them and i was like oh family friend like i just changed the subject real quick because it was like my first or second day and i didn't want to get into it Mm -hmm. so then today i'm giving him uh i'm giving him a ride home from work I'm already up in my feelings about a bunch of other crap that's happened today. Like, more church people unfriended me on Facebook randomly. What's up with that? It's hurtful. I wish people would stop doing yeah. it. <laughs> or just all do it on one day. Yeah, I guess. Like, it's, I don't, it's been years. Like, why are they still doing this? Was there a new um, sermon about you? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I should go back and listen to the last couple sermons, see if they talked <laughs> about the. Oh God, I don't know. It's just hurtful. Okay, I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna bring this up, but I have to bring it up now. I, ca- I came across this like excerpt ex- excerpt excerpt from mm-hmm. a letter that somebody wrote to this blog that I follow about Christianity and like whatever. It's this Facebook group called Stuff Christian Culture Likes. And part of the letter really stuck out to me and really like highlighted the source of a lot of my pain from the last few years with mm-hmm. all this religion stuff. They just said, part of my story is that a few powerful friends dropped me. It was as though I had never existed in their lives or the lives of many of our mutual friends. I lo- felt like my heart had been ripped out of my chest as it sank in that all of our work, all of our experiences, all of the love that we had shown people in ministry, none of it mattered. An entire decade of pain and awful. And like that very much encapsulated the the struggles that I feel. And like, I mean, you make fun of me sometimes when I get upset about like people unfriending me on Facebook or whatever, like you shouldn't care anyway. Or Mm -hmm. like you kind of laugh at me for caring. It's not just about being unfriended. It's like these people that like at one point we had kind of linked arms and we're going to, you know, change the world together. And well, these people are different than just random Twitter people. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. These are actual real-life people that know you. Yeah, and it, it hurts, and it feels like they're just erasing me from their story. Mm-hmm. Like, erase, it, it's and it, it's like erasing this, oh, everything that we had together. And that's, like, it's hurtful. And it's been years, and it hasn't stopped being hurtful for me. And for some reason, it, like, continues to happen, which is hurtful. And then when yeah. I try and reach out to them, like, it either, they either just ignore me mm-hmm. or say really horrible things. I can't decide which is worse. Yeah. Anyway, so I was up in my feelings about that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I came across that. Couldn't sleep last night. And so I'm driving home from work today with my boss. And we got on the subject of mutual friends again. And up came the subject of Bob and Jan, my ex-wife's parents. 
and uh, so we're talking, and and uh, he's like, okay, so how do you know Bob and Jan again? And we started talking about it, and I was like, oh, uh, I was married to their daughter. <laughs> I was married to their daughter for a while. He just goes, oh, 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 you mean so and so? You know, names my ex-wife, and I was like, yeah, yeah, that's her. Mm-hmm. And then, but and, but and he knows. My boss, you know, because my daughter comes into work and that kind of stuff, and I've had to leave for, like, court things. Yeah. And so he knows a little bit of the turmoil that's been going on there. And so then he's kind of like, well, but that's not your that's not your daughter's mom. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, that's not my daughter's mom. And he, he just started goes, doing oh. the math. <laughs> <laughs> my boss goes, oh. And then it just gets really, really quiet in the car. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, I'm driving, and I'm just like, What's happening? What should I say? Should I say nothing? Should I say something? Mm-hmm. What should I do? And in my head, I'm screaming. I'm screaming at him in my head. I'm like, please say something. Like, just do something. Tell me that it's okay. Or tell me that you don't know. Or yeah. tell me that you do know. Or, like, acknowledge. And and I just, like, I go full-blown Naomi Holmes. Like, diarrhea of the mouth. Cannot stop myself from talking. And I'm just, I just start telling stories about being married to this woman that he apparently knows. His wife is apparently really good friends with my ex-wife. Him and currently, him and he, currently yeah. now they see each other on a regular basis. Him and my boss and his wife were invited to my wedding and couldn't make it. And they were really upset about it. And he told me that. And so then I started just blurting out, telling stories about my wedding and talking about like talking about my, my strained relationship that I had with my, my ex-wife's parents, but even before everything happened and how I'm not proud of myself and not proud of the decisions that I made and in my head. I'm just like, stop talking. And I, I can't, I can't stop talking. And I'm like begging him silently to just intervene or say something yeah. or do something. And it's not happening. And I'm just like talking to, just to like fill the void of emptiness that's in the car. And I'm so uncomfortable so then I stop and he stopped and we go back and forth a little bit and talk about a few things. And then it's quiet for, I'm guessing three to four hours past. <laughs> it's just very quiet. But you work 25 minutes away. And then he goes, <laughs> and just brings up something about work and just completely changes the subject. Yeah. It's just like, what happened? So then I drop him off and I'm like, I hate my life and i want to die and i'm never going back to work ever again like <laughs> i'm he's gonna fire me like he's never gonna trust me he thinks i'm this horrible person like then i'm like reliving all of this emotion that i went through wh- when the initial affair happened and the divorce of like failure and like i feel like i've let him down somehow and all of these emotions are coming up and it's just like this horrible, painful thing. That's just, it's like this scab got ripped off and I feel like shit now. And my, Mm -hmm. like, and this is with my boss. I have to go to work tomorrow and, and face this man again. Like there's only four of us in the office. I can't like call in sick. I can't avoid him. I can't not interact with him. I like am am forced to, and I have no idea what I'm going to do. I have no idea. Like, I I don't want to go to sleep tonight because I know that as soon as I fall asleep, it's going to be tomorrow. And I'm going to have to go back to work and I'm mm. going to have to face him. Like, and I oftentimes feel that, just not wanting to go to sleep because I don't want to do, deal with tomorrow. But now, like, I, 
I just, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I honestly don't know what I'm going to do. So I went and uh, I randomly decided that I wanted to have a stand-up desk <laughs> uh, in the last 20 minutes of work today. So then I went to Lowe's to try and purchase like stuff to make a stand-up desk and couldn't find anything there. So then I went to Fred Meyer's and I tried to purchase stuff there and couldn't find what I was looking for there. And then as I was walking out, I feel like garbage and uh, like emotionally, I just am like, like I'm laughing about it, but I'm also like honestly in pain emotionally, like I don't know how I'm going to deal with And I, I walk by these like, uh, it's there's Easter candy out. Shout out to baby Jesus. Happy <laughs> birthday. And, uh, and there's Robin eggs. Happy out. birthday. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to eat. I am going to eat. An entire bag of candy because that's going to make me feel better. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to add, too, that I am not like a – I have not traditionally – that has not been a go-to for me is Sweet. like eating stuff. But um, especially ever since I stopped drinking, uh, that has very much become kind of a vice for me. Uh, just eating in general and specifically like candy is kind of like and a go-to. energy drinks and candy. Yeah. Well, at least the energy drinks are sugar-free. I mean, it's mm-hmm. probably still full of like horrible toxic stuff, but – candy i'm sure isn't helping i think that's why anyway so so i look at this bag of candy i'm like i'm gonna i'm gonna buy that and i'm gonna eat it because i'm hungry and you should eat candy when you're hungry and Mm -hmm. it will make me feel better emotionally and so then i uh so then i walk i i i say no i'm strong i'm not gonna do it i've actually been making like pretty good food choices lately uh, I'm going to go home where we have a bunch of food that I prepared and I'm going to eat that stuff there. So uh, I walk, get all the way almost out to the car. And I'm like, oh, forget it. I'm going back. I'm going to go back and get the candy. I go back in, I get the candy. Go back out to the parking lot. Open. I Okay, this is really bad. I didn't even wait till I got to the car. to Like, mm-hmm. I checked out and I was opening it like at 10 feet away from the, the cash register. And I was opening it covertly i might add inside the plastic fred meyer's bag because i don't want people to see that i'm like immediately diving into this candy (laughs) opening up secretly as i'm walking out to the car start pounding eggs like get nice probably 10 eggs in my belly by the time i get out to the car and then i sit in the car and proceed to eat like another probably like there's probably like five or six eggs left in this huge bag (laughs) this huge bag of robin's eggs like malt balls i have a horrible stomach ache i sat in the parking lot and ate them all felt disgusted with myself emotionally then i started feeling disgusting physically decided i just need to get home literally came home and just crawled under the covers uh until you came home (laughs) and then uh and then we started recording i'm sorry (laughs) i'm sorry that you're feeling that way but these stories are so funny and (laughs) I'm In like a couple weeks, it'll just be because let's also that your boss is a little daft. Okay, I don't know what that means. Mm, like not little, bright. Yeah, a little thick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's what your coworkers yeah. both said, right? Well, like, hopefully he's professional enough that like we'll just you know pretend that it never happened, never speak yeah. of it again. I kind of hope that he brings it up i don't want to bring it up again i hope that he brings i want him to tell me that it's okay that's what i really want okay i can't well i can't decide i can't decide if i just want him to pretend it never happened 
Except for then I'll always be wondering, like, is this meaningful to him? Is this something that he remembers? Or is this just like a blip, like a weird, uncomfortable conversation that we had for five minutes on the way home one day? Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. This is the worst. (laughs) This is the worst. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. I saw my boss's balls once. Yeah. Well, and I've seen him your boss's balls, too. And now he's dead. (laughs) Shout out Bobbers. Should we say his name? His Bobber's okay? Bobber's is fine. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I don't know. I feel like I've done enough damage. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. <laughs> I just, uh, Does like it I feel I'm good to purge it broken. out? No. No. Aww. A little bit? I don't know. I'm starting to feel hungry again. Maybe I'll go <laughs> kill the rest of that bag. <laughs> I'm going to go out to the parking lot. actually something okay. Like, go <laughs> eat a salad. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. I just, like, I feel like, uh, I just feel like a screw-up. Like, I just feel like I can't do anything right. Like I told you, after everything (laughs) that you've done in the last (laughs) five years, let's say, she meeting a bag of eggs Uh, in the Fred Meyer parking lot is nothing. That's the tip of the iceberg. It's everything that's underneath there that... Anyway, I don't know. Whatever. We've talked about it. I've done enough damage. <laughs> I've done enough damage on this show. <laughs> I, just, I feel like I talked for a really long time. <laughs> anyway, all right. Uh, did you have anything else? I have a few closing a few closing things to cover, unless no. you have any thoughts. No, no, no thoughts. I wanted to say congratulations to the Eureka podcast on episode 100. Good job, Kevin boys. Ready to go check it out. It's two and a half hour episode. I have not made it through the entire thing yet. I, I had the to. one that was broken, so I just had to re-download it. Today. Oh, yeah. They originally posted it, and then they uh, unposted it. it. Messed up. Yeah, something about episode 100. I was supposed to be on the Takedown podcast episode 100. Oh, yeah. We recorded it, like an hour and a half. Uh, they asked me all these questions about religion. They've been doing this thing called the Dummy UN where they have people come on and, like, represent. Like, they yeah, the ha- Matt went on and, and the represented the Mexicans. And, and I it, came on and from represented what the I Christians. Was eavesdropping, he wouldn't let me be in the room because uh, he felt self-conscious. But I, what I eavesdropped and heard, it was hilarious. Yeah. Well, was, I think it would have been interesting and informative. Yeah. Yeah. Religion is a topic that is near and dear to my heart. And I sent in reasons. five emails filled with questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then my sister wrote in and said, "Why are you having Jeremy on to discuss Christianity?" Right. <laughs> so anyway, uh, but that did that episode didn't air. I guess there's something about episode 100. We'll have to keep an eye out for that. 18 episodes when we get to episode oh, 100, no. we'll have to be very careful about the audio. Let's just not do it. Like, let's skip it and go straight to 101. Or we could just quit at 99. Yeah, just be done. You know, like how ho- some hotels and buildings won't have the 13th floor. Let's just go out on top and just end yeah. the show at episode 99. 99. Drop the mic. That's what n- episode 99 will just be mic drop. It'll just end with whoomp. Yep. That's it. I like it. So <laughs> congratulations, Eureka Podcast, episode 100. Uh, I talked about this a little bit on the Takedown Podcast, episode 100, but uh, the we've uh, I have a plan to visit every 7-Eleven in the state of Washington in the calendar year of 2015. Hashtag Seven Eleven Project. A bunch. It's still going to happen. Ten Seven Ten dot com spelled out. T e n s e v e n t e n dot com. 
go there and sign up for the newsletter. Just put your email address in the link that's at 10710.com and you will get updates. I'm going to launch the actual website. I'm very excited about it. It's going to be like a hub, a, a portfolio for all of the things that I want to do. I went back out with the superheroes, going to be putting together some more podcasts about that. That'll probably be out on a separate feed. And so there's all sorts of exciting things coming up and I want to tell you about all of them. And that's going to be the place to do it. That's going to be a place to find out about Nerd Out Loud podcast. That's us, <laughs> Nerd Out Loud pod. Um, we have a couple upcoming episodes, <laughs> although I feel like I just kind of outed all of my, like, chamber stuff. But <laughs> uh, we want to do an episode about, like, shame, the things that we're embarrassed of. Uh, so we want to hear about the stuff that you are, like, shameful or embarrassed about can send it in you can request to be anonymous if you want uh all of the ways to contact us all you have to do is go to nerdoutloudpod.com slash contact and i will put this link in the show notes i'll tweet it and facebook it nerdoutloudpod.com slash contact and there's all the ways to contact us facebook twitter phone call text message anonymous form on our uh, website all that stuff we want to hear from you about the chamber thing and then also if you have a friend if you have somebody in your life that is obsessed with something that won't stop talking about it, if Uncle Jimmy is always talking about blank, we want to talk to Uncle Jimmy. So, or get if in touch you are Uncle Jimmy, or if you're Uncle Jimmy, yeah, if you are that person that always is talking about something, we want to talk to you. So, again, nerdoutloudpod.com/contact and uh, drop us a line, and we'll uh, talk on the show. So, Christy. Did you have any last words? Never wait for cake. And uh, Brody didn't have any seizures or pee all over everything. No. But he did poop on the floor. He did poop in the middle. And I think it's time to put him to sleep. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Let your nerd flag fly!